Hey guys, welcome back to Sugar Bee Podcast Miami. What's up? I'm your host, Milliliter. Um, it's Sunday, Sunday fun day. Um, because of the nature of what's happening in our situation right now, it is a lazy Sunday because there's nothing else to do. So we're just chilling. We're vibing. Um... Wow, yeah, so right now it is um, March 29th, or as some people have said, March 39th, because this has been the longest month so far. Oh my god, March won't end. Damn, like, it's been such a weird month, so, um, a little bit of housekeeping before I get into anything. I totally forgot to include my little audio bite um, <laughs> that it was supposed to be included in last week's episode um, about my trip to Nevada, Utah, and of course, as we know, a little sliver of Arizona, and it's basically just me, a, a clip of me hiking, so, um, and I wanted you guys to hear it because I recorded it for you, especially for you. So, yeah, just take a quick listen and enjoy. Hey, guys. Um, welcome. This is a very special episode because I'm doing it a little bit differently at the request of my fave. Um, Steph was pretty much like, why don't you record your podcast while you're hiking? And I was like, Steph... I don't want to do that because I don't want everyone to hear how fat I am. <laughs> but here we are, um, coming at you from Zion National Park in Utah. Basically, um, if it sounds a little disjointed, it's because it is. I'm probably stopping and taking pictures and stuff. So don't mind me. But yeah, wow, this place is so freaking beautiful. Um, basically what I'm going to do is kind of do like a two-parter, you know, I'm going to do these little snippets while I'm here in the park, and then I'm going to do the other part when I'm home and safe and warm, but, uh, let me describe to you guys my current, like, situation, so I'm in Zion. If you hear all of this stuff in the background, that's the river. <laughs> Real nature sounds brought to you by Sugar Beet. <laughs> um, what can I say? This place is amazing. Like, I cannot get over how beautiful it is. You know, and um, you guys, I don't know, like, if you guys have heard the El Paso episode, I love the desert. 
Like, I became a big believer in the desert when I went to El Paso. Like, it changed my life. So to be back in the desert, I'm really happy. And also, you know, to see some landscapes that are pretty familiar. Stuff that I saw in El Paso, like I said. But also seeing a lot of new things, you know. So it's been uh, quite the adventure. Um, it's been a crazy two days because I'm only here really for two days and this is my last day here and I wanted to take advantage. Um, you know, I wanted to take advantage that I'm here and come explore this park. I've always heard that this park is like super beautiful. It's one of the most popular national parks. Um, in the national park system so that's really exciting oh man look at that river it got louder i don't know um so yeah it's one of those things where i keep looking down while i'm hiking but then i look up and i'm like oh my god there's so much happening up top it's so freaking cool so yeah, so if you guys ever wanted to hear what I sound like uh, <laughs> when I'm working out or hiking, that is what I sound like. I'm like totally out of breath. Um, if you guys saw the recording of me, like on Instagram, of me crossing the little plank bridge, that's also me sounding like I'm like out of breath. As you can tell, I'm out of shape. But yeah, I like to do these physical activities anyways, because I don't care. And I'm the kind of person, I'm just like, I do it at my speed. I'll catch up with y'all later. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I take my time, I do my thing. Um, another thing that I wanted to kind of mention last week and I forgot to was that I wanted to give a special shout out to my friend. Because... TBH, I, I'm the kind of person I like to explore, I like to walk around, um, so I think it was like a natural, uh, bridge into, like, hiking, but because I just had never had people to go with, I never went hiking anywhere, you know what I mean, like, um, and my family, they're not really into hiking or anything like that. Like, oh, yeah, like, we'll go walk around for a little bit. But, like, you know, hiking, like, let's go find trails or anything like that. Um, they're not into that. Um, and then it doesn't help that Miami kind of sucks for hiking. Like, there's trails, technically, I guess. Like, you know, there's the Everglades. Look, I'm not down in on the Everglades. It, been there, done that, um, you know what I mean, like, I'm over it, if you're Floridian, like, you had to have gone to the Everglades at some point for a school trip or two or three, you know what I mean, um, I was telling Steph, I was remembering these very interesting times in, in my life when we were going to the, like my family, we were going to the Everglades a lot because my grandpa from Columbia was here and he loved the Everglades. Like he had read so much about the Everglades and he really wanted to go see it. So we took so many different Everglades, like little day trips it's a different parts, you know what I mean? Like, um, 
you know, went down to like big, you know, big Cypress. I don't know if we went to Shark Valley TDH because I don't remember that much. But we definitely went to the Everglades, like, um, you know, down by the Collier, like Naples side. We went from on this side, went from the south, from the north. We went to the Everglades at so many, from so many different vantage points. That I'm done with it. So, you know, for me, like that doesn't really count. Um, and so to go hiking for us, at least, the cool thing is to go out of state and explore trails and it was really cool because it all started with our with the summer hiking trip that we did to the Carolinas well technically to Georgia but it was like the part of Georgia that's like right there on the border um with the Carolinas so we got to do a lot of really cool hikes um I'll tell you guys more about that trip another time, but it was just really cool, and they kind of, like, empowered me to not be scared, you know what I mean, and then, um, yeah, like, this little hiking trip is the second time I go hiking alone, which is always a little bit nerve-wracking, because you don't know what you're going to find, but, um, like I said, I really want to, like, give a shout-out to my friends about, like, just teaching me different things to keep in mind. Um, just, you know, like, they taught me certain things, like, even just how to walk, how to, like, you know, go down, like, little steep parts and stuff like that. So, shout-out to my people. I really love you guys for that. And then also, um, they were the ones who told me about the All Trails app right, which was super important for me for this trip, because, um, so basically, I was like, hey, friends, how do you find the trails, (laughs) like that, very aggressively, like, hey, um, how do you find the trails that you want to go on, and they're like, oh, yeah, just go on the All Trails app, and it's really cool, like, it's cool, and it's pretty user-friendly, you know, for a beginner like me, um, tells you the different names it gives you like tips um shows you like little maps of where the trailheads are gives you like elevation gain um tells you like what kind of trails are they like are they um one way and back or are they a loop like different so many different things to keep in mind when you're um looking for like trails to hike so that was very helpful for me um so yeah, it like so that was really helpful and I really thank them for that cuz yeah. And you know, on that tip, that has re-upped my desire to go to to do El Camino Santiago in Spain, which is a pilgrimage throughout um Spain. The most popular trail starts in France in the western part of France. And then it goes all the way to the western end of Spain, to um, to Santiago, so de Campostela. So that's really cool. Um, it's something that takes, like, a month to walk, to hike. <laughs> so I've always wanted to do it. So that kind of um, getting into this lifestyle, I guess you could say, has... Um, not re-inspired me, but has motivated me to believe that I can really do it as long as, like, I train and I work hard on it. So there's that. Um, anyways, (laughs) 
So those were a couple of things I wanted to mention last week and completely forgot to, even though we had a whole two hours to, of talking, I forgot to mention these things. Guys, guys, what the F though? What the F is going on? What is this month? What is this lifetime that we're dealing with right now? <laughs> Look, um... Any good company, any good organization, right, has a quarterly review. Um, And they just do reviews just to see, okay, like, what were our projections? What were our goals? Did we reach them? Did we not? Like, what's going on? And so I felt it appropriate to do the same thing here with you guys, right? And I was just like, okay, yeah, like, let's do this. Um, we are at the end of March, which means that we're at the end of the third month of the year. Yes, believe it or not, we're only three months into this current year. So, you know, we're, that means that we're at the um, end of our first quarter for this year. Isn't that crazy? Doesn't it feel like this has been the longest year ever? Yeah, don't worry. It's not just you. It is definitely not just you. It's all of us. Um, Because this shit is crazy (laughs) right now. Um, Check it, right? I just wanted to briefly kind of mention some things that have happened so far this year. Um... You know, and and none of these are in order, by the way. These are just things that I just remembered off the top of my head. But it's like, remember how we almost like went to war? World War Three almost started. Um, Prince and Harry, Prince and Harry, Prince Harry and Meghan left their royal duties. Hunter Biden and the weird Ukraine drama, the impeachment trial, the whole election campaign you know, primary election campaign thing that's been going on, you know what I mean? And then, uh, like, and so many other things. On a personal level, you know, stuff just went to shit, like, <laughs> and then on top of all of that, the Rona. <laughs> um, what is going on? I know I mentioned to you guys a couple episodes back about the planetary alignment, Y'all aren't taking me seriously on the planetary alignment stuff. And I know you guys aren't taking it seriously. Um, y'all better take it serious. The planetary alignment is real, my dog. The, the planets are aligned for a major societal cultural shift. Okay. And if none of the other things that has happened earlier in the year proves that this whole corona response, this COVID-19 pandemic and subsequent response is a very good indication of that. I don't know if as a country, as a society, if we are going to come out to the other end of this the same. I don't think it's possible. You know what I mean? This is something that caught us off guard. Um, 
And I think it's one of those major things that happens that makes you reevaluate your life decisions, right? And then on top of that, it's happening on a global scale. It's not just us out here in Miami. It's not just Florida. It's not just the United States. It is the entire world is dealing with this the best way that they can. And so it's just kind of crazy to think about. I don't know. I'm at the point where I'm just like, let's just throw the whole year away and try again in 2021. You know what I mean? Um, I think it's a good time (laughs) Uh, in our quarterly review for some of us to check up on our New Year's resolutions, see how we're doing. Um, I know for me, one of my biggest New Year's resolutions was um, just to be healthier, you know what I mean? So uh, I think I've been doing pretty okay with that up until, I was doing pretty well with it actually, up until... I, like, started working from home because of the Rona. Um, Because now my meals are just out of whack. Like, I don't know. And, of course, I, like, want to buy all the Rona snacks. And I'm not really a snack person, but because I'm home, I want to snack on stuff. You know what I mean? Because, like, when I go to work, I just pack my lunch, you know, pack my little fruit and stuff. But now I'm home, so I want to, like, snack you know, I want to, like, go munch on something, I'm typing on the computer, I'm like, I want to go downstairs and munch on something, I'm going to go open the fridge again, <laughs> so the snacking is out of control, but whatever, I'm trying to get, trying to dial it back, um, being a nicer person, I think I'm being a nicer person, I think I'm being better about that, um, Yeah, I think that's going all right. Even though my limits are being tested all the time, don't get it twisted, Um, but it's fine. I'll work it out. Um, As far as traveling, that freaking resolution is out the door. I mean, I am so thankful. I am so grateful to God I got to go, um, you know, out west to Nevada and stuff. Because clearly that was going to be the last cool trip I was going to have for the year. <laughs> like, um, it just really sucks. I don't know. It just sucks. I miss my trips. Or not miss my trips, but, like, I feel very, uh, I guess I'm in my feelings about my trips for sure. Because I had so many different things I was um, planning on doing this year. I wanted to go see my nephews was like the main thing. Um, Because they live in Europe. And so I was so looking forward to um, seeing them this this year. So that kind of has bummed me out. Because we don't know like when this will end. Like, you know what I mean? Um, so I, whatever, who knows when I'll be able to go see them. Um, that reminds me, I saw a graphic and I'll post it and I kind of liked it. And it says, it's okay to grieve your canceled trip, your baby shower, your graduation ceremony, your child's birthday party, your freedom, 
your time with loved ones, your wedding, your birth plan, a stable paycheck. And I feel like, like I saw that yesterday, I was like, yo, for real though. Because I think sometimes, I think because of everything that's happening, and like I said, because it's on a global scale, and this is like a thing that has to do with like mortality, you know, people are kind of like, don't want to like, I guess, be too vocal about the things they're missing out on because of, like, the judgment and people being like, well, just thank God you're alive. You're waking up every day. And it's like, okay, yes, obvious, but also it's okay. Like, we had plans. We, you know, we had things that we were looking forward to that we could no longer do, and it's okay to be upset about it. Um, I know, um, I know that for some people, like, a lot of, a lot of people are very, uh, judgy and weird about it. Like I said, it's kind of like, it's like, like, oh yeah, you have first world problems. That whole, there are kids in Africa who don't have stuff to eat. Yes, I'm sad about the kids, man. Of course, I, of course I don't want, you know like, the kids to be sad and hungry in Africa, but also, I'm allowed to be sad about the stuff I want to be sad about, damn, like, (laughs) don't judge me for being upset that my plan, that, like, my trips are canceled, you know what I mean, of course, there's, like, other minor things that people are complaining about, but whatever, people have a right to complain, you know, that's our God-given right in this country in America, (laughs) You know, and so, um, so, you know, like, this is just a reminder that our plans are not our own. Um, we're a very small part of this huge, big universe. And so this is something that is completely out of our control. So it's okay to be sad about those things. I know um, a couple of people who have had their weddings postponed. I know people who, um, like me, had trips postponed. I know people who have kind of, like, had to not spend as much time with their parents or their grandparents because um, of the risk, the health risk that it presents, and that sucks, man, it does suck, so it's okay, uh, you know, be in your feelings, and then use your feelings to do something productive and positive, is the way I see it, um, yeah, (laughs) that's the way I feel about it, so, let's talk about the corona. (laughs) I have a lot of different questions, and if you guys have any answers, any opinions about this, please reach out to me and let me know. But me and my friend, we just keep saying it to each other, like, to what end? Like, literally call each other, to what end? Text each other, to what end? You know what I mean? Like, what is the end, what does the end of this part of our lives look like to you? I don't know what it looks like to me, because in a way, it's kind of like, there's a lot of different things to consider, 
when it comes to this social distancing and the quarantine thing and all of that, right? And uh, and so on one hand, I'm kind of like, okay, yeah, let's quarantine. If you're going to do a national quarantine, let's just do a national quarantine, two weeks, get it over with. And I guess that would be more just to see who develops symptoms or not. But at the same time, they're also saying that there's people who are asymptomatic and have tested positive for corona. Which, how those people got tested, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) so it's kind of like, okay, so we know that, um, okay, it's contagious, right? But then my friend brought up a really good point, like, okay, yeah, like, there's corona, but COVID-19 is a specific strain of corona, so it's like, who's to say that all these people who are testing positive for corona, like, are testing specifically positive for COVID-19, and I'm like, I don't know, that's true, never thought of it like that, so uh, these are all things to, to, you know, to, to consider, Another question I have is like, how do we know if we're how do we know if we're truly reducing the spread, right? Because really, what the I feel like the media and look, this is all just my opinion, right? I could be wrong, I could be right, I don't know. But it's like the way I see it is like the media is reporting these numbers of it, growing cases, right? But those are the people who are getting tested. And if it's as contagious as people say it is, wouldn't that just mean that there are really more cases? So how would we be able to accurately track the rate of transmission or any of that? Now, look, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a math person. I'm not a public health person. But these are questions that I have that I would like someone to come and explain to me as a layperson, which really, I don't think there is an explanation yet, right? Like, because then that would require a large number of people who are asymptomatic to get tested, I think, to really see if we're, if the spread is continuing? I don't know. I don't know, guys. I don't know. I don't know the answers. These are just, like, things that I'm thinking about in my head at this point. Um, what's the number of negative cases? They're talking about confirmed positive cases, right? Like, but what's the number of negative cases so we can compare and contrast? Um... Another thing that I'm kind of like, what I really want to know, because of articles that I've been reading, is what constitutes recovery? What counts as being recovered from coronavirus? And then along with that, will we always, will someone always test positive for corona if they've had it already? And how are they logging um, coronavirus-related deaths? is something that my friend also brought up, which is a good point, because it's like, okay, were these people, did these people have corona? Did they have COVID-19? Did they die, and then they happened to have corona? Or did they die directly from COVID-19 complications? 
I don't know the answer. These are all just things I'm just putting out there at the risk of sounding like a conspiracy theorist and feeling like this is all just, you know, some weird government conspiracy to control us or whatever. I don't know. Anyways, when I'm not thinking about those questions, um, I'm just trying to concentrate on... um, being home, I guess. I mean, social distancing is important, you know, because of the risk for the other people in our lives who might have underlying health, um, health, what's the word? Concerns, if you will. I don't know. What have you guys been up to during this social distancing time? Um, Miami-Dade has an interesting, weird, not even Miami-Dade. I think a lot of counties are going through this. Like, we have just, like, so many different levels of information happening at any given time. That's a little confusing. But I did want to bring up, as far as right now, right? Miami-Dade County does not have a quarantine. As far as I know, on today, you know, Sunday, city of Miami, which we've discussed in the past, that's different. They are under, they are technically under quarantine or whatever, shelter in place, whatever you want to call it, right? They have a curfew and all of that, but that's different from... Miami-Dade County. Um, I think in this time, and this always happens during the hurricanes too, I think it's important to figure out (laughs) where your, um, like what your, what your municipality is. And I say that because, for instance, I'm in unincorporated Miami-Dade County. So that means I follow Miami-Dade counties, mayors, things. Those are the things that affect my residents, right? But then um, I have family that lives in North Miami. But North Miami is its own city. So they have to comply with Miami-Dade standards and with city, if the city of Miami, like if the mayor of the city of Miami decides to um, choose to do something, like to, to... enact some type of ordinance or whatever for the city of Miami, they also have to follow that. Um, it's funny because um, a friend of mine and I the other day were talking about how, like, this whole thing with the the moving and all of that with, like, the municipalities. They're like, yeah, I'm in an unincorporated Miami-Dade. I'm like, are you? Because you are sure close to Pinecrest. So we sat down on the map and we looked it up. And so it's, like, confirmed unincorporated Miami-Dade, but right on the border of Village of Pinecrest. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'll post the map that I used to double confirm that I'm in unincorporated Miami-Dade. But yeah, there's City of Sweetwater, which is out um, by Fountain Blue. There's City of Doral. Uh, like I said, City of North Miami, City of North Miami Beach. Um... There's so many different cities of Miami, of course, which encompasses Brickell, downtown, I believe, Little Havana, 
and other areas, Wynwood, Edgewater, those kinds of places up there. So it's important to know where you fall so that you can make sure that you're following whatever ordinances, shelter-in-place, curfews they have in your particular area. So definitely check out the map. Um, let's see. But yeah, so I figured that out. We have no curfew or anything like that, just social distancing. Like I mentioned before, I've been working from home. Tomorrow starts week three of working from home, and I'm going crazy. <laughs> because I'm a social person, and I, like, feed off of human contact, and, like, I miss talking to my coworkers. Like, me and my coworkers, we, we talk about so many different things. Like, we ponder life's big questions, and we have, like, a little system where we do little post-it notes and stuff. And so, um, I miss, like, talking and seeing my coworkers, man. Like, I cannot work from home all the time. What I've been trying to do in a social distancing manner is work elsewhere if I can. So, I go to a friend's house, you know, my family's house. Just to kind of give myself a little variety and feel better. But, man, I hate working from home. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I am so thankful that I can work from home and get my paycheck and, and be secure in that way. I'm so thankful. I'm very grateful um, to my organization. Like, I'm so happy that that worked out in that way for me. But it's still, it's hard when you're not used to it, it's definitely hard for me to concentrate. Like, ironically, when I'm alone, I concentrate less. <laughs> so, I don't know. Um, it's weird. I've been trying to keep up my same routine just to give myself, like, a little bit of normalcy. Um, the good thing is that with my doggo, Sunny who is sleeping right now. I don't know if you guys can hear her snoring in the background, but um, with Doggo Sunny, she keeps me on a routine because she, like, if I don't wake up on time, Sunny will wake me up. Sunny starts jumping up and down on the bed. She starts, like, pawing at me. (laughs) Like, sometimes she paws at my face, and then I get really mad at her, and I yell at her. But, yeah, she jumps up and nap in the bed. Like, she does what she has to to get me up. So, Sunny won't let me oversleep, pretty much. Um, so, you know, I've been keeping my same routine of walking Sunny in the morning, walking Sunny at night. So, that's nice. Um, I've been also trying to keep my same routine. Basically, what I do is I wake up, walk Sunny, come back. Sometimes I eat breakfast here. Sometimes I eat breakfast in the car on a normal basis, like, on my way to work. So I just do a simple oatmeal. Like, literally just oatmeal, a little bit of moringa powder, a few dried cranberries, um, and cinnamon, and flaxseed. Like, that, I mix that all together, and, like, I warm it up a little bit. I don't like it too warm. And then that's what I eat for breakfast. So I've been, like, eating that same thing. Just to kind of, like, feel like, okay, yes, things are still normal. This is fine. Um, 
So that's what I've been doing to try to keep my routine. And I know, like, for me, one of the things that has helped me is, is, and it's super trivial, is to shower in the morning. I shower in the morning before I sit down and start working. So I can feel like I'm a human for the day. And I feel like also, like, the changing just kind of gives me, like, that sense of boundaries. I don't know. It's all mental, psychological. But it helps. It helps me. Um, So, yeah. So that's what I've been up to. I've been taking advantage of the time since I don't have to rush to go to work. I walk sunny for longer in the morning, which is helping. And then I, and then night too. So that helps me with like my whole exercising and getting ready for like this like month long hike I'm going to do in Spain. Um, it's crazy. And I know I've been hearing the same thing from like everyone that I've been talking to. But man, when you go outside, everyone's outside. Like here in my neighborhood, like it's funny because in the morning, I don't really see that many people because I guess people are sleeping in and I'm still trying to like wake up at the same time I usually do to go to work, Um, you know, like 730 in the morning. But it's funny because at least here in my complex, right, like seven o'clock, everyone's outside. Everyone literally and their mother and their kids is outside, like, I mean, it's hard to drive in this complex at around that time, like, six, between, like, six and eight, it's, like, if you don't have to drive around in this area, don't, because everyone is outside, people, I mean, are walking in the middle of the street because of the social distancing thing, because at that time, so many people are walking around, so it's kind of weird and annoying, and lots of kids on their bikes, and... (laughs) I don't want to, at the risk of sounding like an old lady, I'm just like, ah, these kids on their bikes. But it's because, man, they just ride to the street and they do those crazy tricks. And then it makes me really nervous when I'm driving behind them or in front of them. And then I'm scared when I run them over because they're stupid. But, (laughs) but yeah. Um, I definitely think this is a government ploy to to combat obesity and make people go outside, but at the same time, somehow bring down green spaces because the parks and beaches are closed. So IDK, I don't know what that means. (laughs) I don't know what that means to the government. How does this help the government? I don't know. But, um, but yeah, um, to be honest, as far as what else I've been doing so, during social distancing, I told myself I was going to take advantage and read more. But because I've been, like, working out more and, like, doing, like, the little yoga and stretching more time now that I have more time in the day, it hasn't left me a lot of time to read. And maybe you say, but Mildred, if you cut out Netflix, you can read. And that's true. But whatever, shut up. <laughs> um, I haven't been watching a lot of Netflix, TBH. Um, I probably watch like a couple episodes a day of any given show. Mostly The Office. I keep rewatching the same stuff. The Office, Parks and Rec, the John Mulaney specials. 
um, Arrested Development. Love that show. But a new show that I did start two days ago, and it's pretty interesting, is Designated Survivor. Um, so far, I think I'm like nine episodes in. And it's good. It's pretty good. The first couple of episodes, I was telling my friend, I was like, yeah, it's a lot of yelling and walking away, yelling dramatically and long shots. So it was like kind of weird. If you don't, if you guys don't know what Designated Survivor is, it was that show um, with Kiefer Sutherland. It was on for three years, three years, three seasons. And basically, so I guess um, during the State of the Union, there is a designated survivor, which is because, um, you know, everyone like Congress, all the Congress people, the vice president, um, all those higher up politicians are at the State of the Union. So they choose one person to sit out of the State of the Union so that if something happens to all of those other people, there is still one person left to run the country. In this case, it's Kiefer Sutherland. <laughs> um, yeah, so basically, and I'm not spoiling anything because literally this is the premise of the show. It, basically what happens is that during the State of the Union, the Capitol building is blown up. Kiefer Sunderland is um, the secretary of the Department of Urban and, oh my God, wow. Housing and Urban Development, wow. I feel really crunchy because they talk about, they say his position name all the time in the show. But basically, he's chosen as the designated survivor. Oh, my God. They've blown up the Capitol building. Every single senator is gone. Every single person is gone. The, the, the president, the vice president, the cabinet secretary. Oh, my God. So everybody is gone. And it's just like this crazy show about rebuilding the government. And I'm like, wow, yes. This is the kind of different doomsday scenario I need to watch to get my mind off of our current non-doomsday doomsday situation. Um, so it's a nice little distraction <laughs> of something that's super unlikely to happen, right? Like, so it's kind of funny or fun to think about, um, or not fun to think about. That sounds like whatever, but it's an interesting show. Um... And it's just funny to me because, like, the hysteria in the show reminds me a lot of the hysteria that's happening now. Guys, I think our greatest weapon against what's happening with corona is to stay calm and just vibe, bro. Um, I mean, at this point, being hysterical, being paranoid doesn't help you doesn't really help the next person. You just need to take your precautions. Be careful. Don't take unnecessary risks. You know what I mean? But I think we should try to maintain as much normalcy as we can. Because at the end of the day, what is really the end to this? Because if it's as contagious as we think it is, can't we suppose that a majority of us already have it and we're okay? I don't know. I like I don't know the answer to that. This is just me 
talking to the air about like things that are in my head. So, so yeah. So I encourage you guys to also take a look at your first quarter of the year. I know it's kind of a joke because so much shit has happened in the past three months. Um, we had so many hopes uh, for what 2020 was going to be, you know. I, like, I feel for my people. Like I said earlier, so many people have had to postpone things. I I know a few people who were supposed to graduate this year, and there's still no information for them on what's going to happen with, like, commencement, and that really sucks, you know what I mean? And so, um... I don't know. Yeah, I think this is a good time to reevaluate, reevaluate, switch gears, see what's happening. Um, I think it also makes you take stock of what's important in your life and like helps you prioritize, you know, because I think there's like a really big emphasis now, like even for people who enjoy being home, even for people being home who are homebodies, once you're told you have to stay home, you want to go out, you want to be with people, you want to, like, you know, be around people, so it's kind of weird, like, you you know, human nature is to rebel, but, but yeah, like, we just, I don't know, I don't know what the end to this is, but I'm hoping that everyone stays safe, stays healthy, practice the precautions that you should have been practicing anyways, which is, if you sneeze, sneeze into your elbow, it, you know, sneeze into a tissue, throw away the tissue, why would you want to keep a tissue that you've already sneezed into, I don't know, um, washing your hands often, type thing, um, like, these are all health precautions we should have been taking anyways, so, yeah, um, I know for me, like I said, a big thing has been, like, just my physical health and just staying strong and exercising and supporting my immune system, you know. I know for me, like, taking multivitamins, eating plenty of fruits and vegetables, of course, doing my exercise has been, like, a really great focus for me. So, you know, everyone has their own thing. Um, I know a lot of people who have been focusing on, like, their homes. That's, like, on my third tier of stuff I'm doing. Like, I'm slowly but surely getting my workspace together. But at the rate I'm going, it's like we're going to already have to go back to work at the office. And then I'm finally going to be like, yes, now my workspace is is where where it should be or where I want it to be. But, um, but, you know, like, some people are choosing to focus on their, on their homes. Some people are choosing to work on their health. Some people, like, I think for a lot of people, too, um, like I said, like, reprioritizing and putting a really good emphasis on, like, relationships, um, you know, not just, like, romantic relationships, but, like, your friendships, too, and your family, and you, you see how important communication is, and, um, reinforcing those bonds, and things like that, so, I mean, 
I think this is a good time to to focus on yourself, focus on your priorities, and see what's going on. If you have any tips or for suge- or suggestions for a person like me, an extrovert like me, who needs the power of human contact <laughs> and being outside to survive, please let me know. Hit me up. Send me all your graphics because I need the help. I can't stand, like, I I need to be out and about doing stuff, being busy, doing stuff with my time. So I'm not used to having a lot of time like this on my hands. And I know a lot of people who are going through the same thing. They're just like, I've never had this much time. And so, um, you know, there's that. I think a lot of people have also focused, like chosen to focus on like their local community, and I think that's cool. Um, yeah, like on that community note, um, so my mom is a seamstress, okay? That is a person who sews. That's the word for it. Um, and so she found out that like they're, like a lot of hospitals and stuff are asking for the cloth face masks because of the low um, supply of the N95s. And so my mom has been dedicating herself to that. And I've kind of also been helping her with that, you know, do my little worker aunt thing uh, that we do. And so my mom's really been dedicating herself to that. And it's been, um, she's been like donating these masks to um, our local healthcare workers. So, that's really exciting. If you know any, <laughs> wow, sorry. If you know any local hospitals, healthcare workers, um, you know, local to like the Miami area, who would like some face masks for their department or whatever it is, please reach out to me on um, Instagram at Sugar Bee Podcast Miami, or of course on Snapchat at Milliliter23. That's M I L L I L I T E R 23 on Snapchat. And but yeah, like if you guys have any questions, please reach out. And like I said, if you have any tips, if there's something that you've been doing that works for you in your routine, please feel free to share. We want the information. We want to share the information because definitely, you know, I'm figuring out, I think the rest of the country, the rest of the world is figuring it out all together. And at the end of the day, we all, like, we all have each other. Life is short. We have to appreciate the people that we do have and appreciate those relationships. And so don't forget about that while you're in quarantine. All right, guys. Um, this has been a great quarterly review of the Sugar Bee Podcast Miami. Okay. What are our goals for this coming quarter? Our goals are to remain positive, to remain calm, to emphasize and prioritize our relationships and communication. Um put a focus on our physical health and to help our community. We have five goals for this quarter. I kept it broad 
because I want us to meet our goals for the second quarter of 2020 here at Sugar Bee Podcast Miami. So that means our next quarterly review will be when? Our next quarterly review April, May, June. At the end of June, we will check in again to see where we're at, okay? Of course, I'm going to keep doing my episodes between now and then. But like I said, our quarterly reviews, our goals, we'll, we'll, we will check in on that at the end of June. Hopefully, I am hoping that this, that our country between the government and health officials and the public, we could kind of figure out where to go from here. Because I don't really see the light at the end of the tunnel yet. And I want it to be there so bad. (laughs) So, yeah, stay safe, you guys. Um, Reach out to us. Would love to hear some of your opinions. Thank you guys for listening. Catch up. Take this time and catch up um, on all of the other episodes of this podcast. We've got 31 other episodes you can catch up on at the same time. I know that's another thing I've been doing and that I keep forgetting. I've been catching up on my podcasts um, while I work, and so um, that's been really cool. So, yeah, please feel free to check out the um, new episodes, like, and subscribe. Like, subscribe, rate on your favorite platform. Um, and, yeah, until next time, you guys. Until tomorrow. Not really. <laughs> Or your fashion over motherfucking packages have arrived. Guess what, bitch?